Hey, church family, day 15. Man, another uh, week to go here, less than a week, and we're going to be wrapping this thing up. So stay strong, keep going. Let's look at what we've got next for today. We're going to pick up reading in the book of Philippians, so the church uh, in Philippi, the Apostle Paul's writing to them. We're going to be in chapter 2, beginning of verse 1 and reading through 18. So let's dive right into this. It says, Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. And that, and that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Verse 12, Dear friends, you always followed me, my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Do everything without complaining and arguing, so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright stars in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then, on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain, and that my work was not useless." But I will rejoice, even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God, just like your faithful service in an offering to God. And I want all of you to share that joy. Yes, you should rejoice, and I will share your joy. So looking at this, uh, your pericope probably says the same thing as my Bible, and that is, have the attitude of Christ. That's what the Apostle Paul is is telling them. Look, guys, um, at the end of the day, as Christians, if we're actually trying to follow what the Bible teaches us, and if we're trying to follow its instructions on how to live our life, you got to check your attitude. I'll be the first to admit that I don't always have the right attitude. In fact, I think the Holy Spirit often has to correct me because of my attitude, and I have to uh, sort of be willing to self-reflect and adjust in the moment. Because there's so many things here. Obviously, it says that flat out uh, as we're reading this. Verse 5, you must have the same attitude that Jesus had. And then, of course, also it says that you should do everything without complaining. That's verse 14. Arguing. 
All of these things, and you should live a life in such a way people can't criticize you. That That's tough. But through the grace and mercy of Jesus, through the, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, we absolutely can do that. We can, we can live a life above, uh, above reproach and above criticism. And so that's it. It's short and sweet. I like how the Apostle Paul, he connects uh, you know, this analogy of running the race. Um, sports in, in this ancient world, the Greeks would have definitely connected with sports of their day. Uh, you know, they, they had the, the horses and chariots and the races and they had their competitions, right? Uh, go to Greece, there's Colosseum, there's these amp- massive amphitheaters throughout that area. It was a big thing. And Paul's kind of making this connection that by having the attitude of Christ, we aren't running the race in vain. We're striving, pursuing towards being more like Christ. Uh, and at times it will feel like, what is the point? Why Why am I taking on this attitude? It doesn't feel reciprocated in any way by those around me. But Paul reminds us that we should rejoice because we're not running this race in vain. God gets the last say. He gets all the glory. And, uh, and man, I just think that that is something we need to hold on to. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I just thank you so much for this time that we've had together. We're, we're in day 15, less than a week to go, God. And I, I know that you've been moving throughout those that are listening in their lives. I know for myself, um, you, you're trying to awaken my mind to, to be cognizant of what your scripture tells me. God, I'm, I'm asking that you would help everybody that's listening. Help me, God. To be able to actually walk out these words that we read. It's not lip service. It's not just checking the box that we did our daily reading. But it's it's really something that we could do our best to to change our, our behaviors. Change even more than that. Just the, the mindset, the attitudes that we have to become more in line with what you intend for us to have. God, I believe that we can ask this. And I believe that the Holy Spirit can help us in all of this and we just thank you and praise you for that and believe that you're going to help us through it in the name of jesus we pray amen all right church we'll see you tomorrow